So I remember I'm sitting one time at work and I was like, God, what is going on? And I, it's almost like I heard changes on the way. And I kept saying, you know, changes on the way. And I just kept that the whole day, came home, grabbed my piano and honestly wrote the whole song, Changes on the Way. Between the Grooves is hosted by James Curtis, music director and morning man in the greater Toronto area on Joy Radio. And Aisha Woods, Grammy-nominated singer, songwriter, and musician. Together, they talk with artists and industry insiders to discover our connection between music and faith. You can connect with us on Facebook or Twitter, at Between Grooves. Now, here's James and Aisha. Excuse me. Oh, keeping you awake there? <laughs> Did you hear that? Aisha's yawning already. We haven't even got into our conversation yet. What's going on? That might have, honestly, I think that was a, a hungry yawn. A hungry, already. Hungry already. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Uh, we, I didn't eat any breakfast today and I, and I probably should have, but I did not. Right. So you need so, the food to, to wake you up a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I just need coffee and I'm good with that. But, oh my uh, gosh. You know, um, we really need to come up with a blooper reel. And I knew, I know Justine's been recording some stuff that uh, maybe we didn't necessarily want to air on any of our episodes, but uh, yes. we've, we've had some moments. And uh, so we might yes, have to come have. up with a special blooper episode <laughs> or whatever else if we've got enough content. Yeah. That would be a lot of fun. Anyways, with all that being said, uh, welcome to episode 243. <laughs> <And> <laughs> this is going to be a great conversation. This uh, is a great conversation. We are going to be chatting with R&B pop singer, songwriter and podcaster. Tuzi, and she's a relatively new Christian artist on the Canadian scene. Um, I don't know why she would even we would even use the term new artist because her music is great, and she's on her way to coming up with a lot of great songs. She's got a song right now called "Changes on the Way," and it's just this song that just um, it uh, it grows on you. It's got a great beat. And in this conversation, yes. I'll mention this to you now, but in the conversation, I even mentioned the fact that it's it reminds me, or her style reminds me a lot of uh, about you, Aisha, and your style of music. It's just got that yeah. that rhythm to it, that that flavor, if mm-hmm. you know what I'm talking mm-hmm. about, you know? So, sure enough. Yeah. And she reminds me of Nicole Mullen, which is which is pretty interesting. Yeah, Nicole C. Mullen. So there's, there's all of that. So let's get right into it. Uh, Tuzi on Between the Grooves. <laughs> what a pleasure to have an R&B pop artist, singer, songwriter, even podcaster on today's show. Tuzi, you were born and raised in Liberia, correct? That is correct. What, yes. what are you laughing about, Aisha? Because it sounded like you said Tuesday. Tuesday. Well, <laughs> it's funny because she has she has a podcast called Tuesday Tuesday. So you how's that what? for a mouthful, right? I saw that. Yeah, yeah. So... Uh, sorry. So you came to Canada when? I have been here for about fifteen years now. Okay. And what? How old were yeah. you when you when you moved? I think I was just turning twenty, like very early. Like I was just turning twenty, I think. Right. Okay. So you were like wow. brand new coming to Canada. What was that like for you? Big transition. It was. Oh my goodness. It was. You know, I uh, I'm from a family. Like we're a very big family. Uh, I have like mm. six other siblings and my parents, we all lived, like in Liberia, so different from Canada and the U.S., we all lived together in the same house. So coming to Canada where I was, because I came with my husband, 
he who is a Canadian. Um, so mm. it was just me and my husband in my house. And that was like, that was one of the hardest thing, like moving from a house where there's full of people to sure. here where it's just, it's just me. And yeah, that was hard, but, uh, yeah, we're humans. We're adaptable, I guess. <laughs> so. You know, when, when I <laughs> yeah. first got married, my wife and I lived in an apartment building that overlooked a highway. And so all night long, you heard the cars coming by. Like, it doesn't matter how many window panes you have and how many. Oh, gosh. Yeah, like you could hear the noise. And when we bought, when we finally bought a house and moved away, we moved from basically the Toronto area outside the outskirts. There's a city called Brampton where where we still live today. And when we moved into that house, Mm -hmm. I remember the first night sleeping in that house because our our house backed away from a street, but we were on the other side. Uh, The bedroom was on the other side. And it was so quiet. It it was almost like, wow, like, where am I? Am I... You had to get used to it, huh? Yeah, you had to get used to it. So I can understand what you're saying. If you lived in a house with like 20 people and now you're in a house with just you and your husband, like, hello, 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 hello. (laughs) Anybody there, 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 right? (laughs) Just echo. You know, it's funny because when you're in a house with uh, all your siblings and sometimes it's like, I just want peace and quiet. But then when you have it, it's like, oh, I wish there was some noise, (laughs) you know? Mm -hmm. But Mm -hmm. no, it's, yeah, it's, it's been great being in Canada, but it's, it's, it's hard leaving your whole life behind, like your whole family and everything to start a whole new life. It's, it's hard. So were you doing music wow. in Liberia or did you start that in Canada? So uh, we've always sang, like I actually, to answer your question before I go into detail, like I actually started writing and singing my own stuff when I came to Canada. But uh, back home, back in, uh, I'm sorry, I'm going to say a lot of back home. Canada is my home. Absolutely. I love Canada. I'm, <laughs> yeah. my, wife's, my wife's from Guyana, so I'm used to that back home, back home deal. You know? That's right. <laughs> Better know it. But there's something about when I'm talking, it's just like back home all the time. Um, but no, like in Liberia, my family sang, like my dad, my siblings, we all sang in like, a church in a choir, we all did that. But uh, coming to Canada mm-hmm. was when I actually started to to really write and sing, actually, for myself. That's neat. Mm-hmm. So, Tuzi, I do have a question for you. Yeah. Is Tuzi your given name, or is it a stage name? Where did it come from? Uh, I'm laughing because, you know, you're not the only one ever <laughs> asked me, is that, is it really your name? Is actually is my given name, believe it or not. Wow. I tell people my parents. Awesome. <laughs> so this is the thing. I was born on Tuesday. So my dad called me Tuesday and uh, they just call me Tuesday. Wow. So, uh, yeah, so it's stuck. And, uh, yeah, it is my given name. People call me. So when uh, when James said, when you say you heard Tuesday, I was laughing because a lot of people, like my patients here, call me Tuesday. Whenever I say I'm Tuesday, they're like, oh, Tuesday. No, I'm like, no, I'm Tuesday. <laughs> but, yeah, no, it's actually my given name. So, yeah. So when you say patients, that's, that's because your day job, uh, you're a nurse, correct? Oh, yes. I'm sorry. I was talking about nursing. Yeah, my patients in yeah. nursing. Well, well there's two kinds of patients, right? The patients that you look after and then what you need with your husband sometimes. <laughs> you mean sometimes or most times? <laughs> yeah. Hey, we're all there. We know. We know. We understand. But I guess yes. I guess being a nurse that's been a busy couple of years for you, that and, and your music career. Oh, my goodness, it have. I, uh, 
I love nursing. Nursing has been a passion like growing up, but the last few years has been like, like there's no words. It's been so hard because um, I, I currently work as a float nurse. So what that is, mm. I don't have a home unit. So I go all over the hospital, wherever there's a need. So of course with oh, COVID, wow. there's been like, honestly, like surplus of needs. And it just felt like we were constantly opening COVID units and stuff. And uh, it it was busy. It was hard. It was, there's a lot of anxiety and stuff. And actually changes mm. on the way came from from uh, parts of uh, of that. Because, uh, yeah, but yeah, it's, it, it was, it's been a tough few years for sure. It has. Well, how has it, how has it influenced your songwriting? It has, like. Um, so, like I said, "Changes on the Way" was actually a song reading from from one of my uh, so a little background of "Changes on the Way." So I'm working, like I'm I consider myself one of those people that uh, I bring about laughter. I like to laugh a lot, so it's nice to sure. hear you share laughing. <laughs> but anyway, yes, you're in good company. <laughs> that's correct. Uh, but anyways, uh, working. We know when COVID started in 2019, we were like, I was one of those people that like, oh, it's going to be gone in like a few months. Yeah. And then I know few exactly what you're came, talking about. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And a few months came and it's like, yeah. no, it's still here. A year later, it's still here. And I remember telling my coworkers, it's going to be okay. Like, we're going to get through this, you know? Yeah. And they're like, well, Tuesday, you said that last year. And I'm like, yep, we're going to get through wow. it. And I remember uh, one time, like, so I walk into a room, like almost all my patients had COVID and they were telling me, when is this going to be over Tuesday? Like when, and I'm like, it's going to be over, you know, to be like optimistic. Like I believe it's going to be over a hundred percent, but when mm-hmm. you see it played over and over. So I remember just sitting to myself after I talked to like, I, like I talked to patients that asked me those questions, coworkers, even my kids, like, you know, when they had to stay home from school, I'm like, mom, is this ever yes. going to be over? And it just became really overwhelming. And, and I'm sitting one time at work and I was like, God, what is going on? Like, you know, you can't, you, 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 you got this. And, and I, it's almost like I heard changes on the way. It just, it just like, it just came like change. And I kept saying, you know, changes on the way. And I just kept that the whole day, came home, grabbed my piano and honestly wrote the whole song changes on the way. So that's, that's, so it does connect with my, my work. Absolutely. My music. It's interesting. You're talking about the, uh, the work that was involved during the pandemic, I guess officially the pandemic's not really over yet, but um, there's two kind of mindsets that I have on it or that I've seen. Uh, there was a lot of people that were forced to, to begin working from home. So there was that whole stress level of working from home with all the distractions and kids and, you know, daily mm-hmm. stuff, you know, the doorbell rings or the phone rings and it's a personal phone call. How do you deal with all of that? And trying to get your work and job done and trying right. to keep your job because, you know, if if they feel that you're not performing or they look at it saying, you know what, we really don't need to have as many staff. Uh, you know, maybe the productivity level went up or down, whatever the the case. There's that whole part of it. And then the people that had to physically 
leave their house every day, day in, day out, every single day during this thing, like nurses and essential workers and whatnot. And yeah, traffic was great and there was nobody on the roads, but you still had to perform (laughs) your job um, amidst all the other stuff going on and then still go home and deal with the stuff at home as well, right? That's right. Yeah, I remember. It's funny because my husband is like IT background, so they had to work from home. And I remember like saying, oh, I wish I could work from home some- <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> but especially when COVID started, it was like we, like we, you know, you usually work your face shift and then you stay home for a few days. But we got called in because there was not enough stuff. People were getting so sick. So we had, yeah, we had to go in to work and... I remember the start was like, there was so much anxiety. You would find nurses on the side crying. Like, Jeez. you know, it was, it was, it was just because we didn't know what we were dealing with really. It was, you know, just figuring out the whole thing. And, you know, I'm such a, I'm a patient, uh, patient, like a, like a patient nurse. Like I, when my patients mm. are hurting, it really does get to me. Like, you know, to see a patient that's like, going through like a COVID we had to like intubate and stuff like that it's really like you know so it was it was hard it it still is but it's getting there you know changes changes yes. on the way. absolutely is on the way for sure so what was it like as far as the music side of things for you then oh goodness I think I wrote so much like <laughs> the- <laughs> it's a good time for that right I know by the way, Aisha, you're amazing. I was checking. I'm so sorry. Sorry, James, for not answering your question. I have to say, <laughs> I have to say this. You're amazing. I was listening to a oh, podcast so with you guys and and what is he called? He's a musician that went platinum fat something. But uh, I went and listened to your stuff, and oh my goodness, you rock. You're so oh, good. Thank you. Yeah, that's thank amazing. Thank you. You so yeah. you haven't heard any of my music, I guess. I was kind of worried about that, Jeans. Yeah, what no, you, no, what I, you there is none. There is none. Don't worry. <laughs> so, so I had to throw that in. Sorry. <laughs> I, I totally listened to it if you show me a channel or anything. <laughs> but yeah, I actually really wrote a lot. I found myself, you know, just there's so much to write about. You know, mm. um, I actually have a album that I'm working on that's coming out soon and I think like I wrote like there's a one two three songs on my album that I wrote in a day because Mm. there's just so much so much you know so much to so much to write about so much to sing about so much to be grateful for you know and Mm -hmm. but yeah no I it it really enhanced my writing because seeing people just just the whole atmosphere that was just like coming like even going to work and being able to come back home because there was sometimes there were nurses that had to be you know go to emerge because you know just too much stress and anxiety sometimes but i got to come home Mm -hmm. and that i'm any better than anybody so all of that yeah i did write a lot to answer your question james it did great great uh great great time great time writing not great time for the situation but you know to sit down and and actually write i i had time to just come home because i i call music my happy place so when i go to work sure you know where it's like stressful and stuff when i get home i can't wait take a shower get on my piano my husband's like was it a bad day today i was like it's okay i'm just gonna play my music right now 
So mm-hmm, it's like, mm-hmm. yeah. Take you to that happy place. Was the podcast kind of birthed out of the same season or uh, before or after? Tuesday Teases was a bit, I think it was a bit before uh, COVID okay. started. But uh, but yeah, my uh, Tuesday Tuesday is a lot of fun. The big thing with Tuesday Tuesday, working with, um, I could consider myself as a senior nurse and working with a lot of like junior nurses, a lot, like a lot of time we, we just need to be inspired. Not even junior or senior, I think everybody need inspiration. So Tuesday Tuesdays sure. really is a uh, big thing is inspiring each other, you know, adding values to our lives and uh, being being vulnerable, you know, as a, mm-hmm. like, it's sometimes it's hard, you know, to be, but I think being vulnerable was another piece of Tuesday Tuesday. There's a few of my episodes that I'm like, maybe too vulnerable, <laughs> but, <laughs> but, but, uh, but yeah, it's, it was great. Like I just started and there's a lot of people that look forward to it. So, yeah. The one thing that has impressed me Tuesday about, um, your musical career is you appear to have everything together. And, and I'll qualify that because you're relatively new on the Christian scene, but your music, your songs are very modern, like like it, they don't sound old. They don't sound right. uh, like they're professionally recorded. They've got a great beat. Um, they're very pop sounding in a sense, very right. attractive to listeners. There's that element. But also a lot of newer artists um, haven't figured out certain things like merch, uh, and you've got merch on your website. Um, yes, they haven't figured I, out I those, that too. They haven't figured out the socials side of things, you know, on Instagram or Facebook or Twitter or whatever else. They haven't got that figured out. Um, and even the podcast element, um, not necessarily that every artist needs to do that, but you've got that going as well. You've got the streaming happening. You've got the podcast. You've got socials. So for you, as far as your musical career is concerned, what's working? What's not working for you? So I'm just going to go back to saying I ain't got it all figured out. <laughs> right. It, it's going to be different for everyone, sure. Right. <laughs> I thank you very much for saying that. It makes me feel really good, but as a true, I don't I don't have it all figured out. Um it's uh it's a work in progress, you know. Sure. Yeah. Um I have some really good people uh that's that supports me like, you know, I, like I say, my husband, he does a lot of behind the same work for me. And I have a great mm-hmm. uh, pr- producer. And I think it's, uh, it's just my passion to inspire people that really does motivate me to do all the other extras, you know. And, you know, God's got to figure it out, too. So it, I'm working my way there. <laughs> but, no, there are some things I know for sure I could do better at. But... Uh, it's coming. It's coming. But thank you very much for saying that. So <laughs> <that's>, <laughs> that is that you, is very you, nice. You've mastered, so, um, to a certain extent, you've mastered the multitasking aspect of it all. Right. You know, I think it comes with motherhood, too. So like, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Good point. Touche. There you go. It, yeah. it should. It should, at least, because I suck at multitasking. <laughs> <laughs> There's a little bit of that. But uh, for what's working, what's not working, really, it's uh, it's hard to wait in things. It's 
it's just like I love doing the podcast. I find that's a lot to do though, like with my music, me working sure. full time as a nurse, being a mom, you know, it's yeah. a lot to do. So sometimes like a little bit, like I was doing the podcast every week and now I'm like, we're just going to take a little bit of a break where I'm like focusing on putting this album out, but I, I will be getting back yeah. to it, but it's just a lot, a lot to do, whether it's working or not working. For the podcast, I think people are being inspired because there's a lot of people that have reached out to me. Like, you got to bring it back. You know, there's a lot of negative in the world. We need some positivity. So that that is a motivation mm-hmm. for me, for sure, to say in that aspect that it is working. But, yeah, it's just there's a lot that I'm doing. And uh, sometimes it's just to keep up juggling. It's a little hard, but I love it. So I do it, you know. I love, I love, sure. I love doing it. So for your, your project that's coming up, is there like a running theme for the project or like what's the direction? Are you, you referring to my album? Yes, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there is. Um, there's a lot of, uh, it's a lot of it is just really like, this is that a lot of it is about referencing that God, God, you know, God has it all for us. You know, we like a big, big message in in the uh, the album is like, we all we matter in this world. We're not here by mm. mistakes. We all mm. we all have a part. You know, sometimes it feels like we we don't, but actually, God never makes mistakes. So we're not mistakes. Sure. You know, especially in this time, like with all the difficulty and stuff. And it's funny because with my album, when I first started, I had this album title and, you know, that I wanted it to be called. And then when all of the song is because we've already recorded every song, just putting them together. And I'm like, oh, maybe I shouldn't call it that. <laughs> but it's like, <laughs> but yeah, so but, you, but yeah. You do have a name for it or no? Not yet. Right now it is. Uh, yeah, I, I do. I, I'm really leaning okay. forward to it being called Alive. So um, nice that that where I'm leaning for. But if you listen to a lot of my messages, really inspiring people. So just a life explains that fully. That's what my producer mm. and I we're working. We're working out. And what's your timeline for this as far as releasing it? So we have planned to release it in the fall. So of course we're already here. Uh, sure. But with just with COVID, there's just been some like roadblocks and stuff. Like uh, our timeline, I got sick. My producer got sick. The band got sick, mm. so we had to keep pushing stuff. But we're hoping, like, if it's not the fall for sure, absolutely January, definitely. But we're working really hard on it. And mm-hmm. oh my goodness, there there's some really amazing writing. So. You mentioned that you have a great producer, and, and I'm a little curious um, as far as maybe the recording process for the album. You mentioned some of the delays, uh, but the actual process from, I guess, once you've finished writing a song, what was the process for you, given the fact that you're, um, you know, you came to Canada, um, this is all new for you, so you're kind of learning it as you go as well. Uh, how did you connect with people? How did you network with the right people? How did you find your producer? I think God actually found him for me. It was because when, <laughs> uh, when I first started uh, writing, 
it takes a you know i've written like well over 100 songs but like just actually coming out with my songs it's like is it good enough should i do it should i not so family sure. first listen to my songs and it's like oh i think it's great songs and then i talked to a couple of different producers and they were all on board there was one that actually wanted to sponsor my songs but just had different different goals than what i was looking at and then um just looking through online and there was a friend that's he's not usually like talks music a lot like he's more of a rock kind of a person and he's like oh mm -hmm. there's this this guy you know check him out and i did and i went to see him like this is it. when i first went to see my producer i missed the whole address because i don't know why i drove to the wrong house and i'm calling i'm like i can't see i can't find you and he's like well maybe you're at the wrong place but when we met up it was just like we just we just sank like i was it was just wonderful it's like his name is andrew horrocks he's actually pretty big in the christian uh producing world and he does he, he he does a great job with my music like my music like i write the thing i love about him my music is the way like when i start to write it he doesn't change my music you know it's like because what i write is what um, i feel and god listen, wants me to write i feel you on that <laughs> right 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 i know An i know andrew and he's a great producer he's produced a lot of <clears throat> a lot of music uh he's actually not oh. too far away from toronto as well he's a great guy and and i know exactly what you're talking about when you say he's the type of guy <laughs> that's not trying to change your music or, or whatever else right so in your recording process what was the time frame from connecting with andrew to actually having a recorded track because that takes some time too right laying down the various um the tracks musically and also vocals and everything else so, so uh for changes the first song we recorded together was shine so shine uh i think shine came out just just when when covid just hit so it was like just like telling people that you know they have what it takes to uh, make a difference in our darkened world uh, but I think when I first wrote it, it probably took us maybe three months or so just working because he let me like me do all my background vocals, you know, so we will do the lead vocals and then work on the background vocals. And he's uh, he, he's quite busy for some reason. He kind of makes me uh, he puts me uh, a little bit of a priority. So, yeah, I think it took us maybe three to five months, maybe not that long, but. Because the song was already written, just went to him and he heard mm -hmm. it and he's like, wow, this is a great song. So, Did he ever yeah. come to you and say it's not a good song? Not on that particular song, but any other song? <laughs> no, can I tell you, yeah, there's, yeah. there's a lot yeah. of singer-songwriters that maybe think their stuff is good when really maybe it isn't. Right. And, and so I would hope that you have a producer that's honest enough to saying, yeah, I don't think this is going right. to be uh, you know, a song that you necessarily want to record or at least not release to radio. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, so this is what he will say. He says, "You could you explain that song to me? Like, you know, That's a very polite way of saying it. <laughs> <laughs> he, he says, could you just explain it to me? Because, uh, yeah, he, he doesn't. And then I will explain it to him. And usually when I explain what the song is about, he's like, oh, I didn't think of it like that. And then. Mm. He says, yeah. And being from Liberia, West Africa, we have our own colloquia. So when I write, even though I've been in Canada for how many years, I still will put those 
a little bit in there and he would say what are you trying to say here is this you know so so yeah no he will tell me like just not say that's a bad song but he says what are you really Mm -hmm. trying to say in this song are you involved in your church as well i am actually yes i am are you singing obviously right I don't sing as much, but I used to sing a lot with the worship team. Um, since the pandemic hit, like everything was, you know, when all the churches were closed and stuff, everything went down. And being yeah. a nurse, I was called in like quite a lot. I had to work a lot. So I wasn't like as much like singing or at the church. I was more doing nursing than that. But uh, but no, when I'm not, I do. I sing with the, the worship team. I used to be a youth leader. Mm church and and I love it I used to work with the young adults as well love it very much it's just like finding the time being a right now with it so busy being a nurse so uh, but no yeah I still I still do they actually are putting out uh, I think I have uh, I'm gonna be doing changes on the way life for uh, the uh, it's a service that I'm doing this nice in November yeah yeah so yeah I'm still involved whenever I can get to church I'm there I grew up in the mm. church, so I'm a, yeah. You've got a lot going on between, you know, mm-hmm. recording songs and working on this new album. Um, you, of course, you've got the podcast going. You started that before the pandemic hit, you mentioned. And interestingly enough, I, I found that as soon as the pandemic hit, everybody and their mother decided they were going to start a podcast, uh, <laughs> either that or write a book, right? That's seemed to be the right. thing because people had so much time <laughs> right. on their hands. But the funniest thing about the podcast specifically was um, a lot of people started a podcast. A lot of people didn't finish podcast because they recognized how much work it was. And it is a lot of work to come up with a podcast. Guilty is charged. <laughs> well, it's it's a lot of work, you know, putting it all together. Like, it is. I mean, from from our standpoint, Aisha, it's it's not only the conversations that we had, but it's all the prep work for that too, arranging the guests, sure. uh, having the conversations, and then and all the stuff that happens after the fact, you know, the editing and and uh, whatever else. And you know, I think a lot mm-hmm. what a lot of people thought was maybe this is a great way to make some money, and then realized they can't make any money doing it because <laughs> <Right. laughs> right. you got to spend just as much time selling this thing and trying to get sponsors or whatever else right, right. so right. Uh, for you i mean obviously you've you've indicated that it was a lot of work and you're not doing as many now because you recognize the work but you are going to keep this thing going absolutely yes yes i i was yeah. actually like it's just the other night I was just listening to some of the podcasts and I was like, oh, wow, I miss doing podcasts. Yeah, I'm absolutely going to do it again. Like, I, I would love to get back to it as soon as I can. Like, I've been talking mm. to a lot of nurses because I also have uh, Nurses with Talent on my podcast as well. And there's a lot of nurses that have asked, uh, when can we start again? So, yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Nurseswithtalent.com. Uh, that's neat. Well, that's it's kind of cool. So, so you've got you've got that domain name. Do you have any more that you've got under you know under your belt that you might you know release later on, or or is that just the two two domain names, the Nurses with Talent, and then your website? There's actually another one that I have. So it's called When Girls Get Together. So mm. what that is from, you know. I don't know about you, Aisha, but like, there is this saying that goes on, like maybe this is a total African thing, that when ladies get together, they gossip a lot, there's nothing. But when girls get together, it talks about, you know, we do do a lot more than just gossiping, you know? We like, 
build each other up. <laughs> we Absolutely. build each other up. We uh, we can be advocates for people. We inspire. Sure. So when girls get together, it's it's another thing that I'm like one day I'm hoping I can like inspire because I work with a lot of you know a lot of uh, teenage girls. A lot of like I have like not just teenage but early twenties girls, youth, and. I will talk to them like just about different things and it's sometimes we meet together and it's just nice just like you know someone say oh I'm having this kind of a day and then we talk about how to get through it and you know it's not just all about like so like anyways that's another one James that I have like that I'm thinking (laughs) it's it's uh, girls around the world (laughs) it's sad to say that uh, when guys get together it's usually just a bunch of small talk (laughs) (laughs) not as much as the ladies that's for sure when girls get together it's it's interesting because we can be apart or not talk for months on end right and we'll we'll get together pick up where we left off that's true and you you know and and it's so good it's so good for us and if we don't speak again for another six months then when we do connect again, it's just like, like yeah. before, yeah. you know. Yeah. For so a few hours. We definitely need it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we gotta catch up, James. We gotta catch That's up. That's right. <laughs> no, I understand. I understand. Now I do have to ask you um, on the merch side of your website. I mean, first of all, kudos to you for for doing that because a lot of artists haven't figured out that that's a way to generate some income, and sure. uh, and you know it's not going to be tons of money or whatever else. And I'm I'm almost yeah. thinking to myself, like, do I need to have merch on my website? And and what <laughs> and what would I sell? You know. Like you've got toques, you've got um, you've got hoodies, you've got T-shirts, you've even got gift cards. I mean, what I what do, would somebody yeah. buy a gift card on my website for? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Something. Let's see. Something. Yeah, that's something that's pretty good. vague. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's well, great. I think microphones. <laughs> Look, microphones. Yeah, Maybe, yeah. Right, we had right? that conversation last yeah. week, yeah, just for stuff. But no, the gift card would be for them to spend money for themselves. That's all. No, I think it's great, the fact that you're doing the the, um, the merch stuff. And when you are actually performing, like, have you had a lot of gigs where you're uh, either opening for somebody or headlining or anything like that? Have, has, has it come to that for you yet? I actually haven't. I was supposed to have one. Uh, this month, and then there was a cancellation because we just had, you know, Canada and the weather. We just had a really bad weather. It was supposed to be outside in Barrie uh, at the square, but then it, it didn't happen. So not very much yet, but right. I'm optimistic it's going to come. So, uh, And when you get to that to point, it. will you be will you have a, a booth set up and be selling merch, or is the merch just an online thing right now? Um, that's the plan. Like most of my uh, stuff are online. Like, but, but the, there's some stuff that I do have, like my superstar T-shirts. I have some of those. Uh, I'm incredible hotties. I have some of those. I thought she was saying yeah, she so, was incredible. Oh, you I'm, are incredible. Don't worry. <laughs> yes, you are incredible. We all are. We all are. Yeah. Right? We all are. But that is the name of the hoodie. It's so funny. Yes. You know. You know what, uh, Aisha? I was actually just in Florida. It's my it's my second home place i love florida oh, i was wow, just okay. in florida in, in orlando actually i was uh uh just in orlando we have a we go up there because the kids love disney and stuff 
Yes. But, uh, <laughs> I had my I am incredible uh, toque on my head. I'm saying toque. This okay. is a Canadian thing. The uh, they yes, the, it the is because I was like toque, toque, toque. Yeah. toque. She had to go looking online. <laughs> Google, what is a toque? <laughs> How do you spell that? <laughs> a beanie or something. I don't know what you guys say actually. But, okay, but I, had, I I got you. Yeah, the, yeah, my I'm incredible beanie. And uh, when we went to the. Um, to the the border, the border guard. He says, "Can I have your oh, hat?" Yes, yes. <laughs> and I was like, "What does he mean? He oh. wants to have my hat?" And I was like, "Oh, you mean my I'm incredible?" I was like, "Oh yeah." And he's just like, "That's such a cool hat." But yeah, it's uh, that's when you, you know. do a shameless plug. Toozy.com. That's, yeah. that's <laughs> right. right. That's right. <laughs> I actually gave one of them my card. I was like, "Is there?" Uh, but yeah, it was yeah, it's cool. That was nice to wear them. I think it's great the fact that you've already got product to be able to uh, have available at, um, you know, at a concert and uh, and whatever. Because a lot of artists wouldn't get to that point yet. I've I've heard of everything from, you know, keychains to um, handmade things that people sell, you know, at their booth, right. uh, because that obviously mm-hmm. generates a little extra income. Surprisingly, it, it surprisingly, artists don't make tons of money. You know, like um, it costs a lot of money to record a song, like thousands sure. and thousands of dollars per song, uh, let alone an album. And even when right. you do get to perform and and be on stage, especially in the beginning, there's not a lot of money to be had even doing that. And you know, ultimately, in the beginning, your goal is just to break even, right? And sometimes you don't. Like right. I, I remember chatting with somebody I know who who's an artist, and uh, and I I basically said, so you know, are you making any money at this thing? And his comment was, no, this is this is a uh, gift of love or whatever his his uh, mm-hmm. reasoning for it, because there was no way he was making any money. This was costing him. Right. Yeah. And and it's it is costing me too. But you know, it's the it's the, the passion, the love for it. You do it. Being a indeed artist, I think that's the one hardest part. Like I said, I've written so many songs, but because I can only release what I can afford right now, so I'm going through all these songs and like, which one, which one? So yeah, it is. It is not cheap. It's very expensive, but it's it's so good. You know, it's one of those money you spend and you don't feel too bad too bad right. about. Yeah, yeah, you know, for sure. but yeah, it will make things a lot. And and having my merch is actually uh, it's amazing because it doesn't sell as much as I would like it to, but it is it is out there, right? So it's a it's a way of of income. If it does pick up, that will be awesome. But no, you did say it right. That's one of the hardest thing of being uh, an indeed uh, artist. You know, it it's it's not cheap. Yeah, it's expensive. The great thing about some of the merch that you can have is you don't have to necessarily stock it. It's made to order. So somebody orders right. a shirt, you wait till you you know get enough orders for it, and then you can place an order and hopefully maximize your profit on on whatever product after shipping and everything else. Um, so I've seen I've seen artists do that where they have product, but it's not necessarily physically sitting on a shelf or anything. It's it's right. going to be made when you order it, which is when, which is great because there's no liability on your standpoint. That's true. Right. Yes. So I had uh, I had when my superstar song came out, I had a bunch of T-shirts and I sold quite a bit, but then I made a little too much. Like I I just made it instead of just doing it online and and yeah. But yeah, a lot of my stuff is online. So like some, I will have some physical stuff for people to see that is actually good quality and stuff like that. 
but most yeah. of it, it will be it's actually online for sure. Yeah. That's the way to do it. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. Otherwise, you have a, a box in your garage with um, right that's true. That's <laughs> t-shirts. <laughs> that's true. That From last so season. <laughs> well, you just have no to make sure they never expire. <laughs> the thing about clothing is, right. is uh, unless it's a fashion thing, it, it it's not like it right. expires or goes stale or anything like that, right? Right. Well, right. these days, nothing does, right? The 80s, the 60s, all coming back. So we're good. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> sure 20 enough. years from now, you... I'm incredible <laughs> toque if you want one. <laughs> vintage. Yeah, the vintage, vintage stuff. Vintage. You could charge more if it's vintage, right? There you go. You sure can. Yeah, yeah, there you go. And you can give it away from the stage too, throw it out to the audience and, you know, get people That's thinking, true. hey, I want one of those. It looks like, yeah, you know. I love it. Yeah. There you go. Well, listen, Tuzi, thanks so much for uh, hanging with us today. Really enjoyed our conversation, and, and I'm wishing you well in your musical career on that side of things. Um, your music's great, and, uh, and yes, I think indeed. the more of it gets out there, the more uh, you know gigs you're going to get, the more merch you'll sell, and the more – not that it's all about money and stuff. Obviously, sure. if you're in the Christian music world, it's, it it's not about money, but, <laughs> but it helps with the effort you put in. It it's almost like having a hobby – and enjoying what you're doing because it's a hobby, but being able to make a little bit money so you can mm-hmm. help sustain this hobby is is the nice sure. part of it, right? So that's right. Yeah, yeah. No, thank you guys so much. I'm so thankful for you know. I'm like I don't know if you guys seen, but my song "Changes on the Way" was number six on more radio. So um, I'm so thankful. Like, yo, thank you so much. Thanks. But yeah, it's it's been like wow. Thank you, like thank thanks so much. Every radio station that plays my song, thank you to you guys for actually talking to me. That's amazing. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. You're welcome. So much. Nice to meet you guys for sure. Likewise. Take care. Yes, you too. Okay. Okay. Bye for now. Bye bye. Really enjoyed that conversation with Tuzi on Between the Grooves. Uh, make sure you check out her website. What's that website, Aisha? It is two, like numerical two, hyphen, Z-E-E dot com. So it's the numerical two. You said hyphen. I say dash, but that's okay. <laughs> dash, Z-E-E. Z, of course, the Canadian way of saying Z. And, and if you're listening from the U.S., you're thinking, what is Z all about? But it's, it's <laughs> for, for our American friends, two dash Z-E-E dot com. But you said Zed. What's that all about? You know what? Uh, just coming up, um, I'm originally from Bermuda. So Z has always been Zed for us. Okay. So, um, yeah. Does anybody ever look at you strangely when you say that? Like when you're doing your ABCs Absolutely. or whatever? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who is she? You say it Zed. She doesn't Zed. have a clue. What is she talking about? I have a nephew named Zed. Z. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Z. Oh, okay. <laughs> there you go. Well, thank you once again to Z. And it's now time for artist advice. This week, coming from Ryan Ellis. Remember the passion. Remember the passion. Um, I would say that is the number one key because everything else is birthed out of that. Um, and and. When you remember what the passion is, whether it's, man, I love connecting with people. I love 
making music with people and, and you know whatever it is you have to remember what that is and keep it the, you know it's Jesus you know Jesus I love making music for Jesus I love you know remember that is what's going to if that's what got you here then that's what's going to sustain you you know um, and so keeping God at the center of it all so he said remember the passion immediately I my mind went to the movie Oh yeah. I remember the passion. Yeah. But, you know, in in the same vein, that's really what it comes down to. And all about Christ and and what he came to do. And that's what's most important and that's what matters most. And um if we can keep that in mind, gosh, I think we'd we'd go so much further and and just add to enhancing and building his kingdom here on earth. Yeah, I, I found the words to be pretty powerful. Remember the passion. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what, what went through my mind is is the fact that in a musical career, you often get bogged down with the work, the behind-the-scenes sure. business of it all, and lose focus mm-hmm. on why you're doing it, right? And right. again, back to the movie, The Passion, you know, Christ dying on the cross and, and all the gory stuff that happened. And you understand yeah. that, you know, that's what that's what it was all about. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. well, there you go. Thank you to Ryan Ellis for uh, sharing uh, words of wisdom for our artist advice this week. And that is it for this week's episode of Between the Grooves. And you know how I know that? Because hear the music? That means that's <laughs> Justine telling us we're out of time. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in. Don't forget to uh, check us out on Facebook and Twitter. And uh, if you've got any comments or questions, leave them there as well. We'd love to get back to you and uh, perhaps even chat about it on one of uh, our upcoming episodes of Between the Grooves. Thanks for listening to Faith Strong Today's Between the Grooves podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, would you consider sharing it with your friends, rating our podcast, or giving us some love on your socials to your amazing friends and followers will only help us reach more people. We'd also love to hear from you and share your feedback in an upcoming episode. Send your video or written message to Aisha and James on Facebook and Twitter at Between Grooves or email us anytime. Hello at faithstrongtoday.com. 